2: Nowhere I'd rather be. Happy Friday, Eve, and welcome to tonight's Andrew K. Show. Glad to have you guys here with me. Hey, Sandy Akins, y'all smell something? Y'all smell something rotted? <laughs> y'all smell a dying carcass?
1: I feel like I'm getting more <laughs> unintelligent by the minute.
2: Is that dying carcass you're smelling? That decaying carcass? Is that Joe Biden himself? Is it his presidency? Is it the Democrat Party as we are rolling in the midterm elections? What do you think that fetid stench is about? Joe Biden is in town, babies. Right now in particular, I think he is landing as we speak Yes, Air Force One is uh, landing in Miramar. Uh, And if you're not in San Diego, let me remind y'all, that's where Top Gun used to be. So Air Force One has landed. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, shout out to uh, Top Gun, not shout out to uh, Joe Biden. And the reason for his visit is, I mean, you know, this is a solidly Democrat state. This isn't supposed to be, there's not supposed to be one race here that is supposed to be tight, right? Right. This is supposed to be solidly blue country. What's Joe doing here? Well, we're going to share that information with you as well as give you some other updated information from uh, in regards to the midterms throughout this next two hours with you guys tonight. Uh, 888-344-1170. 888-344-1170. If you're in San Diego and what we know that what Joe Biden is here to do is he's here to try to prop up and try to help Mike Levin get reelected here if you're in San Diego. And if you support Mike Levin, I'd like to know why. <laughs> I'd like to know why you're you're planning to vote for Mike Levin again instead of Brian Marriott when we are looking at uh, at least close to $6 a gallon of gas here and it's going to get even worse and even uglier. It, 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 almost it, it, like it could get any uglier than my electricity bill this month. 888 344 You're going to be at Maricosta College, which is where I guess the fundraising or, or campaign event is going to be tonight. 888 344 You can also email me at dot com. Bringing in uh, my partner here, my partner in crime like he is every night of the week. It's the man, the myth, the legend. No no smell of decaying flesh here. He is alive and well. It's DJ Potato Skins.
0: Today I'm proudly announcing six brand new initiatives to propel this new era of American energy dominance. First... Ah! DJ Potato Skins. DJ Potato Skins.
1: Always a surplus of energy right here. I wish we were energy independent, though.
2: Mm-hmm. Um, there are tonight, by the way, there are some protests happening outside of Biden's speech. Doesn't look like it's too many people there, but I'm loving the looks of the people that are there there for this protest because it looks like it's a, a, a lot of seniors looking like there. A lot of... um. And that's interesting and let me tell you why very few people are talking about the senior citizen vote. When you think about typically when we talk about the economy being as bad as it is, typically one of the things we talk about is the single mother. Right. It's the families. It's the people trying to put food on the table for their kids. Right. Try to keep the family going. Not, not enough people talk about what it means to be a senior citizen on a fixed income and gas prices tripling at the pump. Prices at the gas at, at, at the grocery stores tripling. What it means for somebody on a fixed income like a senior. And speaking of seniors, Joe Biden. And his White House tweeted out, taking credit for the fact that there is going to be an increase in in Social Security payments, not enough to overcome the increase in inflation numbers, of course. And And he proceeded to take credit for it. They had to remove the tweet because, gee, I think it was Richard Nixon who signed into law automatic increases for Social Security when inflation gets to a certain point. So no
1: credit for you, dude.
2: Yeah, no credit for you, you decaying, decrepit carcass. But let's talk a little bit about uh, and, and we're going to we're going we're gonna to revisit a little bit of his speech last night, uh, but uh, in, in a moment, because as Joe Biden continues and the Democrat Party continues to try to blame Republicans for every act of violence in this country, and e- even including what appears to be obviously some some type of two men in their underwear. Uh, you know, event gone wrong in San Francisco involving third in line for the presidency, Nancy Pelosi's husband, even trying to blame that on Republicans. It was actually uh, a, a, a Republican himself whose home was shot up in North Carolina. And I believe the bullets even entered the bedroom where his children sleep. Okay, so we're going to we're going to address that in a minute. But I want to stay on this for for San Diegans because I find it interesting. Nobody's nobody's really talking about this because why would Joe Biden need to come to California? Right. And we haven't spent a lot of time talking about this race. And that's why we're going to get to the Biden stuff. We're going to get to that speech. We're going to, you know, get to um, uh, uh, some more economic news. There's also even, by the way, there's even some shocking, disappointing news for, for involving Elon Musk and Twitter. For those who decided that he was the hero of, of the week, we got to share that with you a little bit later. But I, I I'm I'm struck by even myself here hasn't I haven't spent any time talking about this Mike Levin race here in California. That we tend to think that we we've been focusing on Blake Masters, we've been focusing on J.D. Vance, Herschel Walker, right? We we've been focusing on. On uh, different House races around the country and and Senate races, not this one, because we've even fallen into the trap as Republicans of thinking California's solidly blue. We don't have a chance to take this this back. We've got to as we're going into these midterm elections, we've got to think to ourselves that there is no race that is out of our uh, ability to win it. They're worried tonight. You think about if Joe Biden and the Democrat Party is so worried about the midterms that they're out here in California, which is supposed to be their bread and butter. Wow, what an opportunity we have. And Mike Levin here in San Diego has said that what it's going to come down to is turnout. And for the Democrats, the reason why California... Is is something that and and I hadn't even thought of it myself is there's not really a top of the ticket uh, presidential race. Newsom's got it in the bag. There's nothing to really motivate Democrats to get out. Right. That's why they're worried. How did we even miss this, skins? We should have been talking about this, but it's not too late because we know many of you Republicans haven't voted yet. And hopefully you have not Hopefully you haven't bought the nonsense of early voting. And we and this is an opportunity for us to get out live in one by six points in 2020. Um, you know, it must be and I don't I don't have access to the internal polling, but their internal polls must be telling them that Brian Marriott has a chance here. Otherwise, Joe Biden wouldn't be here, because let me tell you, it, it, almost everybody around the country has avoided Joe Biden on the campaign trail. There are, so why would Levin here in San Diego be bringing Joe Biden here? Because that's how worried they are about the seat. I'm looking at some. Speaking of some polling. The October survey by the Public Policy Institute of California found that 71 percent of likely voters say the U.S. is on the wrong track. Seventy one percent skins. Fifty four percent of likely voters think the state is headed in the wrong direction. When asked about the nation's economy, 76 percent of likely voters said it was either poor or not so good. How is this even a contest?
1: Well, if everything were straight down the middle like it should be, Andrea, it wouldn't be there would be no contest
2: you're right except for this according to this article and this is from abc news when when asking a couple local, local san diegans and this and this district by the way actually involves a little bit of orange county uh this is like north county san diego that's going into like the dana point area um uh, uh in asking a couple of voters a uh, Steve Barrett, who's a 68 year old retired aerospace sales engineer from Dana Point, said he considers himself a moderate Republican. He will be voting for Marriott. He said he doesn't always vote solely Republican, but feels Levin is quote a big spender and taxer, and that Democrats over, are, overall are spending too much. Then we've got and now remember, 72 percent of likely voters say the U.S. is going on the wrong uh, on the wrong track. Who's in charge? The Democrats. Why would you even consider? Voting Democrat again. Well, because you've got people like this. Donna Drysdale, 73-year-old retired court reporter and photographer, describes herself as a middle-of-the-road Democrat and said she was solidly behind Levin. And why? Why? Because she feels many Republicans aren't being reasonable and the country needs intelligent candidates with problem-solving abilities. Quote, I'm scared to death that if the Republicans take over, things are going to continue to go downhill in this country. How would it be the Republicans to continue to take it downhill when everything – we had the greatest economic recovery in the history of the world and especially in the United States of America when Republicans were in control. The Democrats take control and we're down the – we're like – we're like the poop that's filling the ocean from the Tijuana River, thanks to the Democrats in control. This is, we can survive a Democrat party, right? We can even survive a Joe Biden. Can we survive voters that are this dumb, that think this way?
1: Well, it's like I said last night, Andrea, there's a lot of voters out there. They take exactly what they're told, they do no research, and they believe what they hear, like, instantaneously.
2: Yeah, Brian Marriott referred to Biden's trip. He said uh, "He said Biden's visit amounted to, quote, a failed president coming to our district to stand alongside a failed congressman. Good point. He says voters won't forget $7 gas prices, the explosion in crime, inflation hitting 40-year highs, and the crisis at our border. They shouldn't forget. What is wrong with with these people out there that would even consider to vote Democrat at this point?
1: You know, n- not n- not a violent crime, Andrea, but recently I have had something happen in my life. That in all I've never had happen before. And this is also something that and I'm not going to say exactly what it is that I hear happening more and more in places in San Diego where they've never experienced this.
2: Well, look, crime is crime. Crime doesn't have to be you're getting, uh, you know, hit over the head or, or, no. or, 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 you know, uh, physically assaulted. Crime can be that somebody broke into your car, right? To steal something, broke into your home. Crime could be, you know, uh, you know, somebody, you know, uh, identity theft. Crime is crime, right?
1: What's, what's funny, I mean, it's not funny. It's scary. It used to happen mostly in certain parts of the city or the state or the nation, other areas you thought were okay. It's just not that way anymore.
2: No. No, we have it. Crime is also in the form of businesses that are are, have been told by the governor of California that somebody can go into their business and steal up to a thousand dollars worth of stuff and and get away with it. Systemic, uh, systemic um, supported theft going on in this in this country in California. Crime is an open border where the U.S. government has, it has encouraged, enabled, and participated in the greatest human trafficking, uh, the greatest human trafficking effort in the history of the world. The U.S. government is behind the amount of fentanyl that's come across that now fentanyl deaths is the leading cause of deaths for those between 18 and 45 years old. And every bit of this is intentional. Meanwhile, we've got Joe Biden giving a speech last night where he's continuing to try to uh, blame Republicans, uh, trying to trying to somehow to turn the midterms into an indictment of Republicans as the party of violent crime. And it's insane. We're going to take a break. and We come back. We're going to share with you how and, uh, and, and you know, should they be listening to Obama? Obama's on the campaign trail and he's trying to warn Joe Biden against demonizing voters. We're going to share that with you when we come back. This is the Andrea K. Show on AIM 1170, The Answer, San Diego, FM 96.1 North County, and streaming all over the world.
0: Andrea K. telling you like it is, all while eating a donut. The Andrea K. Show on The Answer, San Diego. The assailant tried to take Paul hostage. He woke him up. and wanted to tie him up. The assailant ended up using a hammer to smash Paul's skull. Thankfully, by the grace of God, Paul survived. All this happened after the assault. And it just, it's hard to even say. It's hard to even say. After the assailant entered the home asking, where's Nancy? Where's Nancy? Those are the very same words used by the mob when they stormed the United States Capitol on January the 6th.
2: Desperation. Absolute desperation. After trying to destroy our lives with their war on energy and the war on the middle class, as all is a part of the Great Reset, in their partnership with the World Economic Forum, they dare to try to equate whatever happened, whatever sketchy, story. Which we may never know. Which we may never know. which we and, and you know what? I don't need to know. I'm not interested in what happened between Paul Pelosi know. and another man. There's nothing about the story adds up. We all know that. Whether or not it was concocted for the October surprise or whether or not it's just being exploited uh, by, by Joe Biden and the Democrats, it's absolutely despicable what they're trying to do. Is that why Obama came out and and warned, quote, that demonizing opponents leads to violence? Former President Barack Obama warned Democrats not to demonize their political opponents Wednesday, even as Joe Biden delivered the speech attacking MAGA Republicans, just like trying to equate. uh, And by the way, one of the things, the, the flat out lies in what he just said there. To accuse MAGA Republicans of erecting gallows? Excuse me, Skins. I'm not aware of anything that involved erecting gallows to hang Mike Pence. Or was that done by was that done by Ray Epps, who had been texting with Nancy Pelosi? I wouldn't be surprised if 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 the, if there was some gallows that were um done as that were erected by the film crew that Nancy Pelosi's daughter brought in there, right, as part of the from the props department. Because every bit of that was a theatrical, staged, infiltrated, intentional uh, riot, if you will, so that they can. And Ted Cruz has a book out right now. Memo to to me to invite Ted Cruz on. He is actually coming out and talking about the fact that it was at the moment in which he was partnering with a congressperson uh, following the U.S. Constitution. To object, just like Jamie Raskin did in 2016, to object to those uh, those electors being counted, right? It was at that moment that the barricades were pulled back by the Capitol Police and people were allowed to rush the Capitol.
1: I know we give Ted Cruz a lot of trouble on a lot of issues, but you know what? When it comes to the important ones, he really does step up to the plate.
2: He's one of the few Republicans stepping up in leadership to speak the truth about what happened on January 6th. It was not an insurrection, It was infiltrated by the FBI and others. There was a few bad actors in it. What was the extent and what was the extent of what they did? Smash some windows? Trespassing? That's ridiculous. And yet the Democrats have continued to try to act like it was worse than 9-11. But so Obama's trying to bring some sanity here and telling them to knock it off. He says, one thing is clear, and that is the increasing habit of demonizing political opponents of just of just yelling and thinking, uh, not just that I disagree with someone, but that they are evil and wrong. That creates a dangerous climate. And when we have politicians and elected officials and leadership positions who continue to promote over the top rhetoric or make light of it, more people are going to get hurt. I'm so glad you said that, Barack Obama. I'm so glad you said that. In fact, I think. In this article from Breitbart, there's a nice long list of crimes and, and acts of violence done by Democrats. One we mentioned tonight, which had to do with shots into the home of a Democrat where his little children were sleeping. But let's look at some other ones. I'm The, the world's supposed to come to, to, the, to a stop Every Republican, every conservative pundit is supposed to be, do you demonize? Do you do you condemn what happened to Paul Pelosi? Who's asking Joe Biden or anybody else if they condemn this list? Um, Violent attacks by left wing activists on Trump supporters leaving a rally in California in June 2016. Who remembers that? riots in November 2016 in several democrat run cities after Trump announced was announced the winner in the election. I think I recall some uh, a white woman in particular dragged out of her out of the her car and beaten. Riots in DC during the inauguration in January 2017, violent rhetoric at the women's march and threats against Trump supporters. I can recall uh the alleged singer Madonna talking about wanting to burn down the White House. When was it that Johnny Depp talked about how where's an actor uh, when we need one to assassinate a president? The shooting of Scalise in 2017, he almost died. The summer of rioting, the summer of terrorism by Black Lives Matter supporters and Antifa. Threats of rioting prior to the 2020 presidential election. The stabbing, the attempted stabbing of Lee Zeldin at a campaign rally. The murder of a teenager by a man who admitted that he drove his car over a teenager because that teenager was a MAGA supporter. The recent beating of a volunteer for Senator Marco Rubio by men who said Republicans were not allowed in the area. There was a biting. I didn't even talk about this. The biting of a supporter of a, of a Tudor Dixon by a Gretchen Whitmer fan. Death threats last week against... Um, State Senator Darren Bailey in Illinois, a physical attack on New Hampshire Republican nominee for Senate Don Bulduck, The attempted assassination of uh, Justice Brett Kavanaugh, the firebombing and targeting of pregnancy centers in Catholic churches by pro-abortion activists. This is just the short list. This is the short list. How about in 20 how about in 2015 and 2016 teenagers being attacked for wearing MAGA hats? My friend, I think Megan Barth, Reagan, babe, I think she was attacked in a bar. I don't, but I don't think they, I don't think they realized until she, you know, spoke up and said, you might want to back off because she was actually a a (laughs) bodybuilder and probably had more and could probably deliver more. What is it? Pounds per square inch with her right hand, the most, you know, uh, you know, three men combined. You don't want to take on Megan Barth. (laughs) She may be beautiful, (laughs) but her right hook is ugly. Yeah, where is Nancy, Joe Biden says, like that's some battle cry of the crazy MAGA. This should this should motivate us as much as anything. We should be as motivated to destroy this Democrat party and their violence. Oh, and you know what else? Uh, you know what's not on this list either that's an attack of violence? Rounding up Americans and throwing them in jail for their political beliefs and denying them bail for their political beliefs. Every bit of the crime wave, when people are when when a person is shoved in front of a subway car because the democrats put put somebody back out on the street who should have been in jail, that's a pol- act of political violence. Because all of this no cash bail is all about politics. Every person that's been assaulted, every person that's been raped, every murder that's happened, every victim of DUI, From all these creeps that the Democrats are putting back out on the streets, that's an act of political violence. And what is all this violence meant to be? It's classic cultural Marxist movement. Has there been any Marxist communist regime that ever took power without political violence against the people?
1: Uh, Let me go down the list in my head. Nope.
2: The crime wave. That's been intentionally inflicted on the American like people. Like you said,
1: it's on purpose. It's
2: on purpose, and it's all political violence. We're going to take a break and we come back. And then he dared to start talking about how 2020 was, uh, of all the elections, that was the most secure. <laughs> right. At least I got a giggle out of that one. Stay tuned. Got more Andrea K. Show coming up. Should we, do you still think uh, Elon Musk? Is a conservative hero. We've got a story for you coming up that you may want to rethink that. Stay tuned. This is the Andrea K. Show on AM 1170 The Answer San Diego, FM 96.1 North County.
0: Andrea K., bringing the world a much needed reality check. You're listening to The Andrea K. Show on The Answer San Diego.
2: Welcome back to tonight's Andrew K. Show. I'm laughing because um, uh, Skins was telling me during the break that Trump received his um, his friend of Zion award at mar Yeah, American
1: Defender of Zion award. Way to go.
2: Yeah, that's a very rare and precious award. And um, I knew that I think we reported that he was going to receive it, that it's very rare. Um, but I didn't know he was going to receive it at Mar-a-Lago. So then during the break, I was telling Skins that, oh, my friend Gina was at his Halloween party the other night. What and, an honor. Yeah, and I got to show you the pictures. Her whole, whole family was there. Um, the funny thing is, guess what Trump dressed went as? himself I mean, his, himself, <laughs> himself. <laughs> there he is like my friend gina's on one side she went as like a flapper from the 20s and her, her other friend um and, and her whole family was there and there's trump in the middle in the same like suit that he wears every day <laughs> so trump went as went as himself um for he seems like just such
1: an authentic yeah. individual
2: yeah that's what everybody you know that tells me that was down there i guess there was there was a, some trespassing that happened at mar a lago today. Um, somebody somebody attempted trespassing. I, I'm not sure um, but uh, there was I guess full reporting of it unlike uh, to, to finish up we were talking about this Paul Pelosi incident um, to just, uh, just in case you're still being uh, feeling obligated to sympathize or if you're buying the ridiculousness that what happened with him is something to do with the Republican Party and it's our fault uh, the district attorney, Brooke Jenkins, told CNN yesterday, quote, A very limited number of family members will be able to access both the 911 call be- made by Paul Pelosi um, during the-, the attack and the body cam footage recorded by officers. Really? The president of the United States went before the American people and blamed Trump? And Trump's supporters for this attack saying that it, it mirrored and wasn't in, was inspired by January 6. You're going to blame me for it. You better back it up with some evidence, not hide from the American people. No, we want to see it all. We and we have a right to see it all. He goes on to say for us, revealing the evidence through the media is just not what we think is appropriate. No, it, the public has a right to know. It's not up to and, and, it, it, and if it why wouldn't it be appropriate? If this was MAGA and Trump's fault, right, wouldn't it be appropriate for the American people to see how it went down? It would be it would be a matter of necessity, wouldn't it? Look at the footage that they that they cobbled together and, and, uh, and edited to show about what happened on January 6th. Right. Leaving out the good stuff, you know, like uh, Rosemary Boylan getting getting trampled, leaving out leaving out the, the murder of an unarmed woman by a black officer. She had her daughter there with a film crew planned in advance, but yet we're not allowed to see the body cam footage. There's no footage of him being taken out in an ambulance. I'm beginning to think uh, we had a listener who emailed in that it might have been part of her her five for one plastic surgery deal. I want proof of what happened there. We want to make sure that this individual is held accountable. How is releasing the 911 call going to stop him from being held accountable? How about how about if this was on the up and up, you would want the American people to see this and be so outraged that we would be that we'd be prostrate with grief for Paul Pelosi. This is just this is the left continuing their disinformation campaign to try to manipulate the minds of Americans. Right. Just like the DHS cooperating with Facebook and Twitter to control the information on everything from, and there's not enough people talking about that. That should be something else that should motivate you. And every Republican running for office should be asked, I was are just you- going
1: to say that. And the, and the GOP that's running, this should be one of the things that they're hammering home on. Yeah.
2: What are you going to do with this DHS, Department of Homeland Security, using that agency and that department to wage a war against Americans, to try to control what we're allowed to say when it comes to not just COVID, but the shots, the, 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 uh, the chaotic way in which, uh, we handed Afghanistan back to the Taliban 20 years and trillions of dollars, uh, to fight the Taliban to then give it back to the Taliban. Not allowed to question our, our role in Ukraine. Not allowed to question the courts. Not allowed to question financial institutions. Well,
1: on that Andrea, and it's a headline on Newsmax. It, it, it's all talk, I guess. House GOP—they're getting ready a one thousand page roadmap for probing politicized Biden Department of Justice. I don't need words; I need action. Yeah, I need actions.
2: Right? We, we've we've had enough of uh, the John Durham, uh, you know, investigations that lead to nothing, lead to nowhere. In terms of of. Continuing to control the flow of information because you control the message and you control minds. Control minds, you can control the outcome of elections, which is what every bit of this is about. The FBI, the DOJ, the DHS and their whole, their whole plan to control information. It's all about controlling the outcome of elections. So everybody, all day long, I keep seeing these Elon Musk memes where everybody is just so in love with Elon Musk. He's he's everybody's hero, right? And this is
1: exactly why I said people will find
2: out, wait and see. Well, right. And, you know, I had some fun last night in reading his response to AOC over the blue check thing. But from the very beginning... When there was the beginnings of talks of Elon Musk buying Twitter, I, I, I've cautioned over him, over, over Kanye, over so many, you know, that, um, Joe Rogan, um, Bill Maher, you know, that we're so desperate to get, you know, some sanity and to get some some good press and some good media coverage that when one person on the left says we something just we like hook onto it, we, we glom onto them, Right. And I've been very I've said, you've got to be cautious with Elon Musk and with your expectations here. Case in point. There was a Twitter exchange. Uh, Elon Musk says, talk to civil society leaders at Jay Greenblatt, ADL, Yale Eisenstadt, at Rasha Robinson, at Jago for Justice, uh, Ken Hirsch and others, about how Twitter will continue to combat hate and harassment and enforce its election integrity policies. Who are some of these people he's uh, ha- had this convo with? Far, far lefty groups that were all a part of the Twitter plan to control information under the guise of... Uh, community standards that are basically no conservative can say anything that anybody on the left doesn't like. Because the community, stand, because it's hate speech, because it incites violence, right? Because it's uh, be, be, because it, you know, hurts somebody's feelings. Meanwhile, ISIS can still have a Twitter account. The Ayatollah Khomeini can still have an ISIS account, uh, can still have a Twitter account. Some of the uh, um, part of this uh, exchange included discussions about restoring people's accounts. Here's what he had to say about it. Uh, This from Elon Musk. Twitter will not allow anyone who was deplatformed for violating Twitter rules back on the platform until we have a clear process for doing so, which will take at least a few more weeks. Twitter's, he goes on to say, Twitter's content moderation council will include representatives with widely divergent views, which will certainly include the civil rights community and groups who face hate-fueled violence. That's just the same old, same old status quo of the poverty pimps and the race-baiting pimps who want to... Uh, who want to declare that anybody who says America first or make America great again is a racist, that that's racist. He's feeding, he's feeding the, and, and and planning to work and pledging to work with the same people that have been, been controlling our speech under the phony guise of community standards. I tried to tweet, uh, somebody came at me. I can't even remember what, it, What? Uh, somebody attacked me on Twitter. I was attacked by a troll yesterday. And when I went to respond, I got a, a, a warning. Are you sure you want to tweet that? Other people who have tweeted something like that have been banned. This is me responding to somebody who attacked me, came for me. If Elon Musk was really about free speech, if he was the free speech icon, the conservatives were making him out to be, he would have already put back everybody's account. Instead, he's continuing to work with these same far left a- outlets. He said that he would create speech policies to protect, quote, disadvantaged communities and make the reasoning behind decisions to restore accounts. Um, I already mentioned that. Yeah. Speech policies to protect disadvantaged communities. That means it's not going to be a free speech platform. It's going to be controlled. It's Nothing's going to be any different.
1: Now, back in the heyday of Twitter, before it got politicized, you could literally... You could tweet whatever you wanted and people, for the most part, would not be banned or censored. It was truly a free marketplace. It's just not anymore.
2: Right. So I'm reading this and I'm thinking this is just basically just, you know, kowtowing to crap like Joe Biden spewed last night. That's what that is. The Benjamin Crumps of the world. The same people that have lied to you for how long that that Michael Brown said, hands up, don't shoot and was gunned down, which was a flat out lie that continues to be put out, that continues to be put out there. People still believe it. It, Obama still goes around saying it. Or Joe Biden saying that Donald Trump said that there were good people on both sides of the the white supremacists when he never said that. Or the lie that Trayvon Martin was gunned down because it was a young black man in hoodies eating, eating Skittles. Cat turd. One of my favorite accounts on Twitter said this today. When it comes to unfairly suspended accounts being reinstated, it looks like Elon Musk is only listening to the same bleeps responsible for the BS and other far-left groups who could always say anything they wanted. The only group targeted conservatives are getting shafted. If you were buying the BS about Elon Musk, um, you know, you can either continue to buy it and if you are going to continue to buy it, you probably believe masks work and that the shots are actually vaccines. Going to take a break. Let me know what you think. You go. You going back on Twitter? Just because Elon Musk eight 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 three four four. I made
1: my decision. I ain't going back. Yeah,
2: that, this is to the listeners eight 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 three four four eleven seventy. You going to go back on Twitter? Let us know. Give us a call.
0: You're listening to somebody who tells it like it is. Andrea Kay on The Answer San Diego.
2: Welcome back to tonight's Andrea Kay show. I was just looking at Carrie Lake speaking of Twitter. I was just looking at her Twitter feed, and she said this a day ago. It's worth noting the obama hobbs Kelly rally is being held in a high school gym. The Trump-Lake Masters rally was held at an open field with Arizonans. As far as the eye can see, this will be a November to remember. We can't take it for granted, though, can we, Skins?
1: No, I mean, think uh, even back to the 2020 election when they had, uh, like, the, the big yeah. Trump rally and they had the big basement Joe Biden rally and nobody thought, nobody thought that, that it was going to turn out the way that it did.
2: Yeah. Uh, oh, somebody's upset. Marjorie Taylor Greene just got the Trump ra- Trump rally crowd to boo Paul Pelosi in case you were wondering where the Republican Party is in 2022. <laughs> oh. Yeah. Yeah. Just not falling all over yourself in hysterics over Paul Pelosi, who probably just got a facelift. Um, You know, that's you know, that's horrible. Um, But calling white Republican voters cockroaches, that's completely acceptable. Right. If you if you haven't heard this before, you must be sitting there going, what did AK just say that somebody called white women voters cockroaches? Yeah. Yeah. And it was a, a, a woman of color, allegedly, who did it. Sonny Hostin, the supposed attorney, clearly a diversity hire on The View, had this to say about white women voters today, clip two.
1: Republicans, what was also surprising to me is the abortion issue. Um, I read a, a poll just yesterday that white Republican suburban women are now going to vote Republican. Why? It's almost like roaches voting for raid, right?
2: It's, it, it's I think like that's voting, no, it's insulting. To against, to the voter. Against, wait, they're wait, voting no, against no. their own self-interest. Do they want to the live in Gilead? Okay, do they so do we it lo- in the hands Do the we tail? love democracy or not? Because just saying that it's it's insulting to the voter. People make up decisions on what's right for their family and the idea that well, the you should that have a safe yeah, of course. You know, I don't know who this Griffin person is, but you know, there's absolutely. I can tell you right now, there's no way I would take a gig at the View. No way whatsoever. There, there's not enough money. Even though you would destroy them. Not well. They would. They wouldn't let me talk. They'd be shutting off. I, I, I found out today. Uh, <clears throat> had breakfast with some girlfriends of mine. I didn't watch my Doctor Phil episode. Evidently, they cut out. Um, they cut out a couple of my comments. Um, like, uh, and they cut out the part where Dr. Phil had to tell me, now you can't come here and dominate. And I said, well, sure I can. <laughs> Evidently, they cut that out. Um, but no, I, I'm not going to be used as, as a tool, uh, you know, on, on the view because I, I at least start to feel I had an opportunity to, uh, you know, I well, said whatever there. I, Yeah. yeah, uh, but no, you're not going to get that on the view, but imagine it being reversed. Imagine a white commentator referring to black voters as cockroaches and it is incredibly insulting to women the idea it's like cockroaches voting for raid voting against their self-interest why is it considered a woman's self-interest to be able to kill her child what's what interest is it for a woman to kill her child why is that in my interest how does it benefit me to kill my child oh i guess it's one less mouth to feed just it, it's 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 shocking it's disgusting Where's the outrage for that? Where's the outrage? That is acceptable on TV. If that was a Republican, she wouldn't have a job today. Oh, she'd be fired. She'd already been fired. We had an opportunity to cancel Whoopi Goldberg after her anti-Semitic comments that she made, and the Republican Party gave her a pass, and conservatives gave, gave her a pass like the idiot Sean Hannity who never goes hard against anybody because they might go hard against him how much more money do you need man how about you stand up for something what's right oh i i, I can't i can't try to cancel anybody it's not about it's not about cancel culture has to do with and you, well you know what I'm I'm going to be stressed. I started to say cancel culture has to do with uh, people being canceled for um, exercising their free speech. It's not about, uh, you know, a punishment. But you know what? I do think it it needs to be that. Now is not the time to take the high road. We didn't let we didn't decide on uh, on the game that's being played or the rules of the game. But if we're going to get in it, we're going to be in the game.
1: The High road won't take this
2: country no. back. No, it won't. You want to play? You want to you want these rules of cancel culture? Fine. We're going to play by the rules and we're going to take you out. No, we just we we decide to lay down and play and play nice. Taking the high road is what's got us in this mess. Everybody in conservative media should be calling and every every American citizen should be calling for her to be removed from 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 ABC. Where's the boycott hashtag boycott ABC? I got to ask. I got to ask my man, Brian Maloney, is going to be with us uh, uh, next hour. Lately, we've had him on and we've just been talking about his efforts on Red Wave America. And uh, he's been involved in so many campaigns over the years. Uh, But he also was a part of Media Equalizer and Stop the Scalpings. And he actually, he and some other people, directly saved Laura Ingram and Sean Hannity when their heads were on the chopping block and there was a boycott against their sponsors to take them out and they were saved. At this point, I'm not sure they were worth saving. You may think that they were. Um, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to get his perspective on this. And also, here's a, speaking of being on the chopping block, I don't know if you heard this today. Shepard Smith. Who remembers Shep Smith from Fox News? When Shep first started on Fox News, when I first saw Shep, it was back during 2000, Bush v. Gore. And I turned on Fox News and he, he appeared. And Mama turns to me and says, That Shep has a future because <laughs> he's quite cute. <laughs> well, his future is no longer at CNBC because his show got canned today. We're going to talk about that. When we come back with Brian Maloney of Red Wave America and Stop the Scalpings. Don't you go anywhere. This is the Andrew Kay Show. <laughs>